this is the Fearless Fathers Podcast, a podcast for you, the fathers who suffer in silence every single day. Come with us as we hit those main topics that are just burning through your soul. It's going to get uncomfortable, it's going to be fun, and together we will become fearless. Hello everybody out there. Today we're going to do something a little different. If you haven't noticed already, Dave is not here and I'm on my own. So what do we do? We're going to talk about your child's financial future. And I'd like to start this episode with the fact that I am not a financial advisor. I am not a fiduciary. Um, This is not legal advice. This is just some information that I've gathered to let you know what's actually out there and some of the options you have should you want to save for your child's future. I have three, four technically, but but in reality, three um, ideas, some accounts that you can use. Some of them are state sponsored. Some of them are not. You should really do your own research when it comes down to this kind of stuff. But I'd like to get some ideas in your head because one of the biggest, scariest things, well, at least in my mind, is college for my son. It's going to be quite expensive. When I became college age, I wasn't ready to go. And my mother, she ended up taking out loans for me um, and having to pay them off because I I never finished uh, going to school and I I ended up joining the military. So I would like to avoid that. (laughs) You know, you learn you learn from your mistakes. Um, So here we are. So I'm I'm on the flip side of that coin. And now we are looking to the future. And my son is three years old and uh, I have a little money. I'd like to put it towards him. Here's the options. But first, let's just go over compounding interest. It's extremely powerful when used correctly. And all these all these accounts, will you'll be able to use it. Here's just a for instance. Starting at the age of one, if you put $100 away for your child, that's $1,200 a year in an annual investment return of 6%, which is incredibly doable with any of these. For 18 years, at your marginal tax rate of 25% and the inflation rate stays around three, you will end up with a total principal of $20,400. That's how much money you've personally invested. But the balance of your account with that uh, amount of returns will be 33855 That's not bad. That's not bad at all, just for doing nothing. You haven't doubled it, but that's all right. But you've made 55-ish, 60% returns. It's not terrible. And the kid's going to be walking out of high school, low-tech school, whatever whatever he happens to be, with uh, that much money in their pocket. So what does this mean? It means we need to find a place to actually put that money safely that's going to be of the best benefit to us. And you have a couple of options when it comes to that. Some of you probably heard of this first one. They're generally state-sponsored and they change from state to state, but it's called the 529 plan. A lot of states have these. They're great. And there's two types. There's prepaid tuition. It's like a token. A couple problems with that one in my mind. And then there's a college savings plan, which is the one I I would probably use if I chose to go down this road. They're very flexible. State and private universities can use them. A lot of private entities hold these accounts. So like I think Vanguard has one. 
Um, you're gonna be hearing their name a lot because they have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of financial accounts like this, but they're really easy to get. Any certified financial advisor or fiduciary is going to be able to set you up with one of these. You get a number of tax breaks. You can change the beneficiary, which is incredibly key, and I'll tell you why here in a minute. Anybody can contribute to these plans, so it doesn't just have to be you. So, like your aunt, your uncle, the grandmother, the grandfather could all put money in there. And everybody's eligible to get these benefits. You don't have to go through any kind of vetting process. Now, as far as the prepaid tuition, two things you got to watch out for there. So you're prepaying for credit hours. Well, nothing's guaranteeing you that those credit hours are going to be either the same price or available or things are going to change. So you're definitely taking a level of risk there. Now, if it works, you could be getting the deal of the century. I know a couple of people that have used this and it was great. You know, they got their first two years of college for free, basically. Well, not for free. Paid at the rates 18 years ago, which was incredibly inexpensive. But find the financial world isn't stable right now. It's scary times. It's crazy times. So then we would take a look at the college savings plan. And this works more like a traditional savings account. Um, they're generally invested in various funds or ETFs or things like that. Things that tend to be extremely stable. And that's the one I'd use because you can use it for more stuff. For instance, like I said earlier, you, you can change the beneficiary. So what, what does that mean? For instance, say, hey, your kid's like, I want to go to the army. Well, <laughs> he's not going to need tuition money more because the, the military is going to pay his tuition. Or unfortunately, something happens where you, know, you need to sw- switch it to another one of your children. That's fine as well. As far as tax benefits, it really depends on... Uh, the current climate at the time, but the benefits are there. You can go look at it, look them up yourselves, and it has a low impact on like getting like a FAFSA loan or any any of those government subsidized loans that um, come out. So it's just basically saying, hey, you stayed in the government system. Here you go. You can get these if you need them, and it make you can make that money stretch stretch really well. Now it's it does limit you on some of the other purchases and expenses around your education, but there are other there are other programs that are a little better for that. The next thing we want to talk about is the UGMA or UTMA program accounts. What are those? <laughs> so acronyms, it's a government thing. Uh, Uniform Gifts to Minors Act is UGMA and Uniform Transfers to Minors Act is what that stands for. These are a little different. These aren't state-sponsored accounts. This is uh, accounts that exist for particular benefits under a law. You know, I don't know a huge amount about them, but they have some advantages and some disadvantages. Like, for instance, um, you cannot change the beneficiary. In fact, it's actually you are just a custodian of the account until the uh, the the minor, um, whoever it happens to be is either 18 or 21, depending on the state law where you set the account up. And you, you need to think about that. <laughs> Those things could really, uh, really affect how where your money ends up and how you invest your money towards their education. But it's a little more you know, flexible, I'd like to say, than the 529 as far as things you can spend it on, like different types of housing, uh, food stipends, you know, books, computers. 
don't go out and party with it. But it's 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 the miner's money at the end of the day, not yours. This when the second you put it in that account, and you know can't be pulled out for you know whatever. Uh, if you go buy a car with it, well, you're gonna get you're gonna eat some tax penalties for that. <laughs> but you know if you pay for your rent for the year, no, you're not. You're gonna it's it's great. There you go. Uh, so. Definitely check with your financial advisor about which one of these is is really legitimately the best for you, um, because everybody's a little bit different. Uh, everybody's situation's different. Some accounts react better if you know you're putting less into them. Some accounts react better if you're putting more into them. But it really it it really changes based on your needs. Oh, the one thing about the UG. UGMA and UGT, UGMA and UTMA accounts is they actually will impact your financial aid because they're considered to be income. Um, they're an asset that the that the that your that your child holds. So you might not get the same amount of financial aid. That's a that's that's a definite advantage for the five twenty nine plan. Something something you'd really wanna you'd really wanna consider. But another thing that they're really you know. And that's really flexible on, but an advantage of it is like the owner researches and chooses its own investments. So basically, your your it, it I guess it kind of works like a four hundred one k where you can you know pick where you want to be. You know your child's really young, you can be more aggressive with it. But as you lead up to the eighteen to twenty one mark, um, you want to want to tone it back and just stay in bonds or you know something that's it's incredibly stable. Um, so the potential to have more money in your account at the end of the day is there for the UGMA accounts. You know, that that's something to consider as well. So we've talked about the accounts that are more oriented towards your child. But let's talk about the third option. Well, the fourth option. But, you know, in reality, it's, it's the third option. And that is setting up a Roth IRA for your kid. And this isn't necessarily for education. but you could use it for that. And that's one of the little known benefits of a Roth IRA. They're pretty cool, actually. So let's just talk about what you can use your money for. Obviously, if you're 59 and a half or older, you can distribute the money however you want. If for whatever reason, the account holder becomes disabled, well, now you can distribute that money as well without eating a tax penalty. But the money can also be used for a bunch of other stuff that I didn't know until I started researching this. For instance, you could use it to pay for qualified educational expenses. You could drain that account without eating at a tax penalty. That's pretty amazing. That's awesome. And you could have all the same benefits of having a Roth IRA. Um, you could put more into it every year. Sometimes they perform better. I mean, you know, things to look into. Also, you can use it to pay for unreimbursed medical expenses or health or things that your the health insurance doesn't cover. That's pretty cool. That's a that's a good thing to have. It's another little buffer right there. That uh, your kid could have at college. Oh, if something goes wrong, well, there you go. Those expenses are covered. Or here's another good one for the for, for a first time home buyer for a down payment on the on their first house, you can withdraw ten thousand dollars at zero penalty, and that's pretty amazing. That's a, that's a huge leg up on anybody in their early twenties. I mean, I I don't think that. We've had what when, when I was in my early twenties. I had I had that kind of advantage over anybody. Um, in fact, I rented till I was about thirty. 
there are, I keep saying there are things to consider, but there definitely are, you know, and once again, this is just making you aware of, of, of what's out there. Definitely, definitely do your own research. And don't listen to good Ryan on a whim and run to your financial advisor and be like, I need a Roth IRA immediately for little Timmy because, uh, number one, I don't want to get sued, but number two, you know, you definitely have to do your own research. But this is something that I will probably be doing for, for my son is setting up, a, setting up a variety of different savings accounts for him to make life a little bit easier when he's 18, 21. And, you know, I don't have a whole lot of money to put in them, but I'll do what I can. I absolutely will. And uh, hopefully he, you know, he appreciates that and the market stays stable and, you know, it, it gives him a leg up, which is, you know, really in reality as fathers, exactly what you want to do. You want to give your kid every advantage in this world. And that's that's the whole point of having this conversation with you guys right now. Just one more thing. So let's say hypothetically, you put your hundred bucks a month in for your kid and he gets the $33,855 Roth IRA. Once you've ended custodianship of that account and given it over to him based on whatever state law is. Say it's 18 just for the point of, you know, the, the episode. So let's say he puts the max annual contribution into that account every year of $5,500 until he's 65 at retirement age. Well, he'll walk away in that account with a total principal of only putting in uh, $292,355. But the account will be worth one million eight hundred and forty nine thousand six hundred and forty one. That's a huge advantage, a huge advantage. I mean, it's great because that means he could just live on that and retire and not even have to worry about it. And it's a pool of money that he's got. It's an asset to him. It's phenomenal. Plus, I, I think it'll get him in the saving mindset to say, hey, we did this for you. If you continue to have these behaviors you know, this is what could happen for you. And, you know, that 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 would be wonderful. So just something to think about, guys. Uh, I know this one's kind of short. Dave's off doing doing his uh, his army thing right now. So obviously I'm, I'm here running the ship on my own. And this is more of uh, content that we're going to be adding to the Patreon page eventually. We, we, we've called it Ryan's Rants, but I think what I'm going to do is put a poll out and sit the, for, the, for the guys over there. To say, hey, you know, what, what, do you, what do you actually want to call this? Um, and I'm sure they'll come up with a stupid ass name for it. But we'll see. We'll see. So if you like this kind of content, let me know. Uh, if you don't, if you hate it, well, also let me know. Just shoot us a message. And if this helped, let me know that too. That'd be great. Um, if it just kind of got you in the mindset of thinking about the future finances for your kid, even better. That was the whole point of this. So as always, check out our Twitter. Check out our Instagram. Send us a message on Facebook. You can always email us. You know, even if, hey, if you want to help us out and throw us a dollar on Patreon, that'd be even better. Check out the Teespring store. I think we have a Redbubble store now. And it'll probably be up by the time we're here, but there'll be a Printify store as well. I don't, Dave's doing that. (laughs) I don't really have a super inspirational quote like Dave tends to have. But all I'm saying is think logical. Think with the numbers and remain fearless because we could figure it out. I'll talk to you guys later.